myhappydesires.com. Visit us at myhappydesires.com and add some toys to your toy box. Let your imagination be the guide to your stress relief. Myhappydesires.com has everything for the perfect play night. Alone or not, you choose. Fuel your desires without breaking the bank. MyHappyDesires.com Skid Row right here on your classic metal show. Spread Eagle with Switchblade Serenade featuring uh, your good friend uh, Ray West on lead vocal. That's right. And um, what's his his other band? Something a new? Weapons of a new, but he's actually out of that band now. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that a bit a while ago. Yeah, he he has left that band. I think he went back to doing um, Spread Eagle. Yeah. Because they actually have some kind of name recognition. Well, Weapons is doing okay. Weapons had a hit with um, their song Sick Boy last year. They had a hit? They had a hit. Well, I mean, dude, (laughs) they've only got one album. And they had a a hit that was on, you know, top 20 rock radio for whatever that's worth. Radio? People still listen to radio? Few. You people do, dude, as many people, as many artists as we talk to that talk about how they're marketing, marketing it, um, you know, <laughs> is what it is. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, there's some people that believe it. Sure. All right. Well, speaking of rock radio, this, this guy here, uh, basically made his living when rock radio was actually a thing and people actually discovered their music via the rock radio mm-hmm. neil diamond i am myself exactly i am i said and no one else exactly but uh neil diamond another guy 81 years old wow sold his catalog oh what do you get some- 10 15 bucks <laughs> Well, let's find out. Neil Diamond, the hit maker behind Sweet Caroline and Red Red Wine, sold his complete publishing and master recording catalog to Universal Music Group. Okay. Uh, The acquisition includes previously unreleased tracks and also gives uh, UMG the rights to Diamond's future music. (laughs) Wow, the future. How much future can an 81-year-old guy have? His future music. What's next? Are we going to invest in, into the future music of Gordon Lightfoot? Right. Jesus. Really? I know. And, and that really is a good comparison, too, because uh, both Neil Diamond and Gordon Lightfoot, their heyday really was in the 70s. Yeah. I mean, granted, Neil Diamond had a little bit of success in the 80s with the jazz singer. Yeah. But after that, can you name anything he did? No, I, the last thing I remember is we're coming to America. Was that the well, jazz I, I singer? Think that was a jazz singer. Was it? Yeah, that's. See? 
See, uh, I, I went to see Neil Diamond on that tour, actually. That was the first right. time I ever saw. Well, that was the first and last time I ever saw Neil Diamond. Sure. But I saw him at the uh, at the uh, Richfield Coliseum. Okay. And he was on that jazz singer tour, and that was one of the songs. Yeah. I, I saw that show. That's hello again, yeah. my friend. Yeah. I think the only other song that kind of was in that same era that was a big hit was uh that duet he did with barbara streisand with you don't bring me flowers anymore yeah when was that like 82 83 somewhere around there somewhere in there that was and i and to be honest with you i think that was really the last real big hit he had that was like you know commercially successful that was a long time ago that was 30 years ago yeah or 40 years ago 40 years ago yeah it was 82 right so yeah. yeah that was 40 years ago well let's see i'm looking to see if they have his hits listed here you know diamond discography uh singles singles his last hit i've never heard of any of these songs but they charted holy shit all right i'm, I'm gonna start with um I'll start with the jazz singer stuff. There's uh, Love on the Rocks. That was 82, right? 80. 80? Okay. 80. Holy shit. And then, hello again, hello. Right. And we're coming to America. Right. And then yesterday's songs, I don't know that. Let's Do you know that? I don't know it. Let me pull it up. Yeah, that was number 11 on Billboard. Neil Diamond Yesterday's Songs? Yeah, Yesterday's Songs from the, well, and then the B-side was Guitar Heaven. That okay. was on his On the Way to the Sky record. Everybody hmm. bought that one, didn't they? Okay, let me pull this I don't up. know that song. I don't know it either. Let me pull it up. Well, I, I recognized the cover because I was working at Camelot Music when this came in. Right. No, actually, I wasn't. This came out in 81. So yeah. let me let me see what this is. Saying I love that, that's a, that's hey, I know a, that song. Saying I love you. Really? Okay. I know that song. Saying I love you. I know this. Yesterday's songs don't stay around long. Not much anymore. Gotta be honest, I don't know this at all. All right, I know that one. Okay. Um, on the way to the sky, I don't know that one. What's that off of? That's off of the same record, "On the Way oh. to the Sky." Really? Oh, let's see. Title oh. track. Let's see. Oh, there it is. On the way to the sky. Okay, let's hear uh -huh. this. We are two, and two of us are one. Song, song, blue. again. Out on the street again. Yeah, I don't know it. Don't know it. Don't know it. It's just a rip off of Song, Song, Blue. So stop True. it. 
um then be mine tonight what's that from same album uh oh there it is okay not familiar with this one okay you gotta have faith dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so this a uh, so this is uh uh george michael this is a much more manly man than george michael please apparently, apparently so come on i never needed to hear the truth you never wanted no, to know still. i never wanted to be unkind but then something kept telling me go there was something kept telling me go we stayed together like birds in a cage but then one of us had to get free but who had the heart to say goodbye wasn't you so it had to be me wasn't you so it had to be me don't know the song do you know it i know it but you know what i'm not fair to ask on this because i'm as i'm thinking about it neil diamond was one of my dads my okay. dad was way into Neil. So, and I saw Neil a bunch of times with my mom and dad. Even yeah. my, my dad went to this shit. I, I was more into the more 70s. 70s yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember hearing a lot of the tunes on the radio, on the mm -hmm. radio. But uh, this, none of these ring a bell with me at all. Right. Well, the next one will ring a bell with you. Okay from from this is it the same album no from the heartlight album the title track heartlight oh yeah i know that song turn on your heart lights yeah i do know that song the et song let it shine wherever you go yeah i do know that song yeah that was number five on billboard all right let me pull that one up let's see neil diamond There it is. All right. Pull that one up. That's mm -hmm. uh, a lead off track off of that self titled. Yeah. Come back again. I want you to stay next time. Sometimes the world ain't kind When people get lost like you and me I just made a friend A friend is someone you need Wow, he really got soft from the 70s stuff that he did in her early <laughs> 70s. He cashed it, but, but it, it's really just this one period because like, um, love on the rocks in America, those are kind of rocking for yeah, him. Kind of rocking, but, but if you listen to the 70s stuff, like live at the Greek and stuff, oh yeah, he, he was just like a charismatic singer. Yeah. Now, now I saw him, uh, this, I think it was like June of 82, it, okay. well, which I guess would have been on this tour this mm -hmm. heartlight tour right and uh man he put on a really good show yeah. now speaking of the song from you know don't look this up 
Okay. From Spotify. How mm-hmm. many plays do you think this Heartlight song has gotten on Spotify? Oh, wow. Well, his number one has to be Sweet Caroline. Yeah, that, but that's 70s again. Yeah. Number is this his number one from the 80s over like hello again? Oh, I don't know if it's number one or not. I have no idea. I'm gonna say 40 million. No, it's not quite that high. No, it's not that many. Much lower. I would have thought with the ET tie in, it would have gotten no, some. No, no, I, I'm but but regardless, because to me, and I'm just talking for me, uh, I know this song. And I remember when it was out, but I don't remember it being that big of a smash hit. Oh, I do. When E.T. was out? Fuck, yeah, everybody was into that tune. All right. So take a conservative guess how many on Spotify. 10 mil. Not even. Not even 10 mil? Nope. Wow. There's less less listens to this than there are beads of sweat on Neil. (laughs) 3,588,000. That's it, huh? Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, he's got a bunch of songs listed here, but they're all like in U.S. adult contemporary, and that's why you don't know any of them. You know, they're they're all Sleep With Me Tonight, Headed for the Future, The Story of My Life, um, I Dreamed a Dream Live, but that's, that's a 70s tune. Uh, this Time... The best years of our lives. These are all old. These are all adult contemporary, not not like real hits. Yeah, but but my point is is that yeah. the the big hits that everybody knows. Yeah. Kind of ended in about what 80, 81? Yeah, right in there, about 81, 82. Yeah, uh, Heartlight's so probably the last one. Yeah, so like 40 years ago. Yeah. Guess we turned off our heartlights. <laughs> But my point is, according to this article, is future songs. Future songs. So it's like this guy hasn't really had like a major hit in 40 years. When's the last time you even did an album? Watch me like last year or something. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Studio albums. His last studio album was... Um... Acoustic, well, let's see. Melody Road. That was out um, in 2014. It was number three in the U.S. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Well, of course, back, you know, in these days, number three in the U.S. could be 10,000 sales. True. You know, I don't think he sold three million copies of this fucking dog. (laughs) Melody Road. I've never even heard of this. And I've never (laughs) seen this album cover. Um, yeah, I don't know any of these songs. Why would you? Melody Road, first time, Sinoga and Jimmy, S E O N G A H, Sianga, Sianga and Jimmy. That's a big hit. Boss Hip Bond single. <laughs> What's the name of the album? Um, Melody Road. Melody Road. Yeah, it's got good reviews. It's all eights and sevens and stuff on the reviews. Why would why would he release an album Hot August Nights three? Three? Three. <laughs> Hot August Night Two wasn't very good. Yeah. First one was really good. 
Dude, he live did sound pretty Greek, good. Live at the Greek, Hot August Nights. Those are really good. Then he yeah. had, you know, Hot August Nights 2. 2018, Hot August Nights 3. <laughs> and still not sweating. <laughs> Isn't that the rumor that he doesn't sweat? I, I guess. Look at any of the pictures. You've never seen yeah. a picture of him sweaty. Right. Well, I'm on this Melody Road. Dude, this thing, this thing sold 235,000 copies. All right. What, what, what is the big boss hit bound single as you put it? Sianga and Jimmy track three. Oh, all right. I got it. All right. Let's check this out. Songa and Jimmy Songa and Jimmy, they found each other downtown in Brooklyn. She's what? <laughs> this is this is going into Cat Stevens territory. I guess rhyming is optional on this record. <laughs> in Brooklyn, they took a taxi. They were charged two dollars and then fifty. <laughs> Stop! Stop wedging shit in there! Holy cow! Okay, give me a little more. Give me a different song. Any any song. It doesn't matter. Well, I just want to hear. Is there, there, is there another one? Well, that that was just one on the record. It doesn't really say that any of these were his. All right. Um, how about Ooh? Do I want to be yours? Oh, that sounds good. That's what I want to hear. A 75-year-old guy talking about getting some puss. All right, here we go. dream we were out on a meadow just you and me lying out in the sun right oh jesus put away the estrogen shots jesus when did he stop being a man This is, these are really weak. Yeah. That's sentimental tunes. Yeah. Um, according to wiki, which is always accurate. Um, Sangha and Jimmy is an eyewitness account of a romance between a woman from Korea and a man from long Island. And the wall street journal, always your bastion of musical knowledge. The wall street journal wrote, that the art of love is a tender offering from diamond who at age 73 hasn't lost the ability to convey a wide swath of emotions in just four minutes. That's a lot of words. Yes. Let me hear the art of love. Now, now that the wall street journal approved it. All right, here we go. All right. a funeral at a church or what jesus this is some sad shit she said it's time to teach you 
the art of love. <laughs> Thank God. Is that what that teacher told that 14 year old? <laughs> yeah. Instead, instead her friend chopped him up. <laughs> I think Judge Jacob needs to rule on this. <laughs> wow. Uh, I could do sex. I can do hand jobs or go down on you. Or <laughs> <laughs> this is what is this deal? How did this guy? I mean, he wrote such manly songs in the seventies. He did. I am myself exactly. and no one else. Exactly. You know, he's like, I'm a fucking man. Now he's singing about fucking some Korean dude that was banging some some Korean chick and some dude from Long Island. Right. But he watched from a cafe or some shit. Get the fuck out of here, Neil. He was, he was a voyeur. What happened? Oh, I guess what happened is all his all his fucking testosterone drained out of him. Apparently so. He actually had a video for one of these songs. Two of them. Gonna reach to the heart of love, a place you never knew. This stinks. A place that lives somewhere inside of you. <laughs> no. This stinks. This guy could be a cold-hearted fuck like Chris Aiken. Yeah, he should he be. There's love that abides within. Jeez. <laughs> Dude, every one of these songs is these love songs, too. It's awful. <laughs> he had a lyric video for that song. Then he had a... Can you find it? I'm gonna look. That's a good. I want to see the real videos, though. I want to see something blue. Play a little something blue while I look that up. All right. So let's see here. Something blue. There was a video for that one. Oh, there it is. Track number four. I came with a little bit of sorrow. Was maybe a bit too sad. But one day rolled into tomorrow. This is you wretched. All the best you had. That's how we started together, and how together we're gonna stay. This stinks. <laughs> Why do my favorite artists have to go too long? I yeah. like Neil Diamond. I do too. I, I again, I went to see him live. I just, you know, in the seventies, I, I had, I have, and still have some of the uh, records from the seventies, yeah. and it was just like, yeah, Neil Diamond, he rocks out, man. Yeah, I had the, the Coming to America record and Hot August Night. I remember playing Hot August Night when I was in Korea on my on my stereo. I had the albums. Yeah, yeah even the cover, he had like this long hair, and he's yeah. all like all. You know, hot on stage and just yeah. like rocking out. Yeah, but but now we get this. Let's check out this video of Neil Diamond with something blue, and it should be B L E W, not B L U E. <laughs> this song fucking blows. <laughs> All right, fish. let's check it out. I came with a little bit of sorrow, was maybe a bit too sad, but one day rolled into tomorrow, and you gave me the best you had. That's how we started together, and how together we're gonna stay. Why do I think this is his backyard? 
he probably has enough money to have a backyard like that. That's what I'm saying. I'll bet you this is his backyard. It probably is. This is his backyard. He probably had those rocks brought in, you know, put some fucking $10 an hour guy to work for two weeks, busting his back to put these rocks in so he could sit. And now he's paying for it, you know, in one fell swoop by doing this shitty video. This video stinks. Look at all this fucking awful. He's filming in a bunch of weeds. Yeah. What is that? And what is that? What is this plant? Well, that's just a that's just a uh, some kind of an evergreen type bush. I'm not going to be surprised if it raises up and shoots him in the head. <laughs> He's up in Wrightwood, California. Yeah, it looks like a like something a sniper would put on his gear. Jesus. All right, a little more of this fucking jewel. Oh my god. All right, here we go. You taught me a little about good times. I fought through a little what bit of What the hell is he doing? Wait a minute. What? Did you see this? Watch this tool bag marching through the grass. <laughs> Watch him. He's like marching through the grass like he's in a marching band. He's kind of like Biden, the way he marches to the uh, helicopter. Dude, this is, this is sad. Why'd you have to do this to me? I like Neil until now. All right, let's, let's check him out marching. Here we go. A little about good times. I fought through a little bit of rain. You brought me a part of your sunshine and took in the heart of my pain. It wasn't supposed to happen, but then you happened to come my way. Every night, every day, every word that you say made it so. Every thought that I had said I ought to be glad. Now I know. Now he knows. Ugh. I wish he knew that this song stinks. <laughs> this is wretched bad. Uh, well, he still sounds good, though. I'll give him credit for an 80-year-old guy. He sounds pretty good. Well, I agree with that. You know, I, I got to admit that uh, I give him props for uh, appearing in that movie Saving Silverman. Did you ever see that No. Movie? I didn't. He gets kidnapped in Saving Silverman. Oh, nice. <laughs> No, I didn't see that. Well, uh, that's kind of a silly movie. They should have broke his kneecap so he wouldn't be doing this <laughs> silly march. He looks silly in this. Yeah, well, he does. He looks like Biden marching to the uh, helicopter. Yeah. Well, there's another video, too, for nothing but a heartache. You want to see right. that? Is that the Bonnie Tyler song? I don't know. Nothing I, I, but a heartache. I don't think that's the name of that song, is it? I think that song's called It's a Heartache. Oh, It's a Heartache. Okay. It's a heartache. All right. Well, you, you're probably heartache. right. You're probably right. All right. There it is. Nothing but a heartache. All right. All right. Let me blow that shit up here. Share on my screen, bitch. All right. Here we go. Nothing but a heartache. Okay. Wasn't nothing but a heartache 
in the middle of a bad dream. Like I took on the whole world. Wow. And I never had a chance, girl. Was a one-way conversation. I never got the invitation. The sharpness of her words deceiving. And I couldn't stop the bleeding. Am I a total faggot if I like this song? <laughs> make the song. I like this one. All right. <laughs> I don't hate this. Okay. <laughs> All right, Neil. There we go. I think is that enough of this or you want to see some more? Yeah, let's see a little more. All right, let's check out a little bit more of his. Lord, I tried to be forgiving. But getting by don't mean you're living And on that highway going nowhere Was an exit overdue And all she had to give was heartache You know why I like this? Because he sounds like the old Neil He does, I he's, agree He's putting like that rah on his he's voice put, He's putting a little he's put a little gruffness in there yeah he sounds like a man again yeah you know there's no there's no um hello my friends hello it's none of that he's he's bringing it i mean it's not yeah. a real fast song or nothing but he's got some grit but he's uh he's he's got a little bit of edge you yeah. know it, it's a little slow song but it's kind of got a little edge there he's just okay. like yeah i'm expressing my Fuck that, man. Yeah, he's feeling his pain from that dream that didn't go his way or whatever. <laughs> I'm not sure what he's singing about here, but wasn't that what it was that he had a breakup yeah, in his right, dream? Yeah, he had a breakup. All right, let's catch a little more of this. I'm I'm intrigued now. All right. All right, let's see. So she broke my heart in two. See, yeah. Yes, she did. Fucking whore. Yeah, fucking run. I hate that bitch. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if he just broke into that? That would be great. You stupid whore. I want to hit you with a door. <laughs> I'm going to use a Sam Kinnisonism. I hope you slide under a gasoline truck and taste your own blood. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I don't think we're going to get that much from Neil. <laughs> All right, enough of this. Tell me more about his sale. Well, let, let's hear some Holly Holy from right, um, that's, Hot August Night, way back in 1972. Now, that's the goods. Yeah, here you go. Holly Dream of only me Where I am What I am 
what I believe in I like the slow build, you know, yeah. the, the heavy bass, the slow build that, that that's, that's the whole thing there. It's just like it, it, it builds anticipation, right? Mm-hmm. she comes and I run just like the wind will I sing songs sing songs song. sing sing ancient 50 years ago 1972 yeah shit i mean this guy was fucking rocking out 50 years ago yeah yeah now he's singing uh, <laughs> yacht music <laughs> yacht rock but to think about that dude i know so many years ago these guys whether it's him or anybody else whether it was zeppelin or anybody they, they mm-hmm. all had just like ballsy. They were just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. You know, and not today. It's like, <laughs> please don't be offended by my music. I'll I sing like it nice and soft. Exactly. <laughs> I like this, though. And I, and I Let it be full with tomorrow. I'll hold Sing a song. Yeah. Sing a song of the song. Take 
for the sun called the rise of the sky. But your man can walk upright, and that day, man, he gonna fly. Wow. <laughs> he was just like growly and he shit. Was early <laughs> death metal. Yeah, he, he was like the first death metal guy, Neil Diamond. Who knew? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to think that uh, prior to him being a an actual solo artist, mm-hmm. who did he write music for? Do you even know? I have no idea. The Monkees. Really? He did. He wrote know a lot of the monkey songs. I was unaware of that. Yeah. I, I love that music history stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, Neil Diamond wrote a lot of the monkey students. Mm. <laughs> but that was, you know, before he became uh, a, a solo artist on his own as Neil Diamond. He's fucking great. Yeah. I, th- those 70s songs. Anyway, I mean, I don't know about the whole albums. I don't own any whole albums. I just have like greatest hits really of his stuff and and i listened to him here and there on spotify but man that motherfucker could sing mm-hmm. great voice i i will say that he had a still does i mean he, even listening to these fucking cheese dick songs that he's doing now <laughs> he's still got a great voice cheese dick songs well they are they're terrible <laughs> the one was okay but the other two were terrible yeah i i agree but well, uh anyway you know the guy's 81 years old now yeah uh, after nearly a decade in business with uh, um, Universal Music Group, I'm mm-hmm. thankful for the trust and respect that uh, we have built together, Neil Diamond said in a statement, adding he is confident that the team will continue to represent my catalog and future releases. Good. <laughs> future releases. Thank God. Yeah, with the same it- passion and integrity that have always fueled my career. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's that Neil Diamond needs a record deal. <laughs> Jesus. Universal did not disclose the terms of the deal. Gotta be four or five hundred million, doesn't I'm it? I'm sure it is. I mean, if, you know. If Sting got three hundred million. Yeah. Th- this guy got a half a billion dollars. Yeah, because he had more hits than Sting. Yeah, well, even Bob Dylan. I think Bob Dylan sold what three hundred and fifty million? Yeah. Yeah, so Neil Diamond, easily a half a billion. Yeah. And I mean, Sweet Caroline alone is an absolute cult classic. Every bar, every every anywhere. <laughs> Dude, course. you can't go to a karaoke bar without hearing fucking Sweet Caroline at least once. Sure. sure. You know, Sweet Caroline is still played pretty regular today. Yeah, good on Neil. Sweet Caroline. Good times never felt so good. So good. So good. So good. I mean, if if you ever seen the 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 movie uh with um what Natalie Portman called Beautiful Girls. Okay, no, I have not. They they were singing that in the bar. They were sitting there singing that in the bar, playing the piano, singing Sweet Caroline. Uh, oh, yeah. I think uh, what what's the chick from Kill Bill? What's her chi- what's her name? Uma Thurman. Yeah, she was in that movie too. Mm. You know. Yeah. But but they featured that song, you know, as part of a scene. 
Dude, that song's been in a million movies. That's song, I mean, I've been in a million bars where that, where everybody in the bar is fucking of singing at it, like two in the morning. Well, well, I think that's kind of what they were trying to do in that movie. It was just yeah. because everybody knows that song. It's mm -hmm. like Sweet Caroline, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. and then everybody with the so good, so good, so good. That one and and um. Dude, I don't know if you ever experienced this. Did you ever, when when Kiss would play rock and roll all night, back when we had ashtrays in the in the bars, and they <laughs> would do the smoke in the yeah, bars, man. But, but they would do the you keep on shouting, do 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 do, do and everybody would bang the fucking ashtrays on the tables at the same sure. time to the beat. You know, there were a couple of those songs that had that never-ending appeal. Well, again, that was the whole mashup thing at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've got to say that, uh, you know, like, like when Billy Idol and, um, who else was it? Uh, Billy Idol did the, um, Tommy James and the Shondells, you know, Money Money. Uh, oh, Money Money. Yeah. yeah. They get fucked. Remember yeah, that? There was that one too. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Here she come now. Say money, money. Exactly. Hey, you bitch. Come suck my dick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I remember all, dude. I knew all the I knew all the bad words. <laughs> yeah, that was just, that was just the fun times. Fuck yeah, dude. There was a bar in I think Akron or Cuyahoga Falls or something called the Pelicans Cove. Did you ever oh, go there, dude? dude we talked about yeah, that yeah, the, with the Main Street. Yeah, yeah, I was talking to Officer Jim. Yeah, and I I could not remember the name of the place. Well, that place got knocked down okay. because a lot of a lot of the bad element from cleveland was coming right. down sure there and a lot of the uh, local residents were complaining about the um you know the shenanigans <laughs> shit that was going on there that yeah. place got knocked down and there's like condos where it used to stand oh that's sad you know but but i used to go to the pelican cove because you know talking about you know radio mm -hmm. uh w-o-n-e the Akron's radio station, the rock radio station, Aaron Carmen. Sure. Uh, they used to do live remotes from the Pelican Cove. And yeah. I would go out there for this thing. And, and uh, it used to be kind of a happening place. It was right there on the Portage Lakes. Right. And you could, you know, obviously drive up there and they had volleyball courts and they had the boat docks the boat slips there and you could, you could actually boat to the place because it was right on the lake. Right. Or you could drive to the place, but, uh, it's condos now, oh, that's but, uh, but, but I used to go to the Pelican Cove. We yeah. talked about this, you know, before I couldn't, I could not think of the place, but officer Jim, my brother-in-law, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, he, as a, you know, guy who worked with the summit County, uh, sheriff's department, Mm -hmm. Because of the shenanigans that were going on there, he would often get called out to the Pelican Cove because sure. people were doing some bullshit out there. Yeah. And, well, dude, and there it, was... would cause, it would cause issues out there because people lived in that lake region. Sure. And and sometimes it would get a bit rowdy at, you know, two or three o'clock in the morning. And people were just like, what, what the fuck is going on over there? Dude, there was always fights at that place. <laughs> always. I got into, man, I know I got into several fights at that place, you know, cause everybody would be all fucked up. They'd be drinking the, the sweet drinks. You know, yeah, everybody's drinking sweet drinks and playing volleyball or whatever. Remember they yeah. had the, the volleyball and the music would be real loud. So you had loud music, volleyball, 
half naked chicks. Yeah. And, and inevitably you'd fucking bump into some chick and Hey, what are you doing? Touching my fucking woman, man. It's like, fuck you asshole. You know, throw a drink or a bottle at him or something that was on. Of course. Not that I ever did that. That would yeah, be terrible. Uh, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> but uh, yes, I, I used to go to the Pelican Cove. Not often, but I would go there periodically. Yeah. Well, they, they were big on, on the theme songs, like we're talking yeah. about Moni Moni and... Um, yeah, of course, the anthemic songs. Yeah, exactly. The sing-alongs. <laughs> yeah. Good times, man. Yeah. Man. But, but yeah, that place is long gone now. Bummer. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of the bad element from the Cleveland area were making trips down and it was causing some gangbanger activity there. Right. And they were just like, you know, this is, yeah, you they, know, it's, it's over. Yeah. They were like, fuck it. Put up a, put up an apartment. <laughs> yeah. And they knocked it down and there's condos there now. Mm. All right. Well, that is sad, but <laughs> you know what? All the fun has gone out of the world. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. Uh, the fun is gone. Yeah. It's just like we used to have fun, mm-hmm. and now it's it's just fucked. Yeah, now it's just all corporate shit. Yeah, you you couldn't have just fun and just you know just you know again it wasn't really destructive. It was kind right. of like a little edgy, not mm-hmm. real edgy, but a little edgy. Yeah. But now it got to the point to where they just like we got to shut this down because it's now being destructive. Yeah. No, so, and yeah, now now it's okay, let's go to the corporate sponsored building so that we can see the corporate sponsored <laughs> event. And we'll get to the event in just a minute after we take a break sponsored by, you know, Progressive Budweiser Insurance. Or yeah, Budweiser. Budweiser, whoever. It's like ugh. All right, we're gonna have a contest here. This is gonna be the uh trivia contest sponsored by Geico. Let me just remind you, Geico, you can get a quote for under three minutes. Yeah. Go to Geico today. And speaking of Geico, this next song starts with a G. It's like, ugh, fucking terrible. This world blows. <laughs> it does. Uh, calling the Brooklyn-born Diamond a truly universal songwriter, Universal's head sir, the head sir? Mm-hmm, the head sir. Lucian Grange said the artist's immense songbook and recordings uh, recordings encompass some of the most cherished and enduring songs in music history. Wow. The sale sale is the latest in the avalanche of such blockbuster transitions, a rush that has been artists including Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, sell off their catalogs for astronomical sums. Yeah, half a billion dollars. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, you still hear them. So what difference does it make? (laughs) Well, I mean, these guys are 70, 80 years old. I mean, you know, they got what? A lifespan of... 10 to 15 years at the most. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to spend 400 to $500 million. Yeah. You can make 500 time. million selling it off, or you can keep the rights to melody road here and, and cash in. Exactly. Jeez. The, the trend is driven in large part by the anticipated stability of streaming growth combined with the low interest rates and dependable earning projections for the time tested hits. Okay. Again, that that is a tribute to what commercial radio used to be. 
Yeah. Amazing that with, with with them spending this kind of money into this, that they aren't haven't figured out that they could probably rebuild back in some form to make this build stuff worth back, build build back better. They could. They could Biden it up and fucking do <laughs> do a better job here. Of course. You know, uh, that's what I don't I don't get why they're not putting some of this these billions of dollars into that. Because it's the quick score in making a lot of money with little investment. I that's guess, the whole, but that's the whole thing. It's just like we're not investing anything. I, I think, and we talked about this on the show before, mm-hmm. probably the biggest um example of that would be um Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. They sold millions of records. And the record label did little to nothing for artist development. Yeah. And they made a ton of money off of that record. Right. And they were just like, well, there's got to be more of these Mm -hmm. that we can sell millions of records, make millions of dollars, have little investment. And then when it doesn't uh, hit the next time around, we'll just find the next one. Yeah. Dude, I, I was watching a, a documentary on Tubi um, called, I forget what it was called, like Industry Incorporated or something. It was about the 90s scene, the 90s yeah. rock and metal scene. Well, that's when everything fell yeah. apart. And that, and they were talking about the band Live, how the band Live, who were huge for a minute. Yeah, yeah. from York, sold, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they sold something like 14 million copies of that they record. Did. Yeah, Throwing Copper. Yeah, and then they got dropped after the next record. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what, but that's what happened to Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Same thing, same time frame. Yeah. It's like throwing copper from live was huge. Huge. Crack view mirror. Huge. huge. Yeah. And then the second record. Pff, yeah. Nothing. And that's all the label. Look, not that not that I'm going to get into a big debate about Hootie and the Blowfish, but I am very familiar with their music and I do listen to them. And the album that came out after Cracked Rearview was actually better than Cracked Rearview. But it didn't sell. They didn't promote it. They didn't promote any of the songs. That's the whole thing. They had little investment. Yeah. But made a lot of money. Yeah. And, and the same thing with Alanis Morissette with Jagged Little Pill. Mm-hmm. Big record. Sold millions and millions of copies. Little investment. Right. Second record. Pfft, who cares? Dunzo. We already made our money. Fuck you. Get out of here. Right. And that's, and that's what killed the record industry. So it's like, we're, we're not going to have to invest much money and time in, in do artist development. Like we used to do in the seventies and into the eighties. Right. We're just going to get a one hit wonder. We're going to score big the first time out and then drop them like a hot potato. That's right. And that's what they did. And that's what ruined the whole industry. So nobody's, you know, we talked about this earlier in the show, but uh, a band like Plush, mm-hmm. there's no artist development. They're not going to promote that. They're not going to develop this artist. They're not going to push it out as the next big thing or, you know, market it to whatever outlet plays music these days. Yeah, It's just like if and when they have an album, which they obviously do. Mm-hmm. Who's going to buy it? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody yeah. cares. So like, people. yeah, all right. Yeah, I saw them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, they may sell some autographed ones at the shows. Yeah, cool. It's like Hailstorm. Sure. Cool. 
whatever. All right. Who's next? Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad state, man. It, it, well, you've said it a, a bunch of times on the show. Mm-hmm. Music is disposable. Oh, it is totally disposable. You know, it has no value. And, and you've mm-hmm. made that very clear many times on sure. the show. It's just like, yeah, music has no value. It's just like, yeah, it's what's happening today. It's just like after today. But even David Lee Roth, as, as ancient as a fossil as he is, mm-hmm. here today, gone later today. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> it's just like that's how it is. Right. Uh, and to wrap this up, companies have acquired a number of major catalogs, included David Bowie's estate and Stevie Nicks, Paul Simon, Motley Crue, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Shakira. Okay. And that's it. No more. So the thing is, is why do these people have catalogs? Because somebody that being a record label develop the artist right but without that they wouldn't have a catalog you could buy right exactly i mean that's really what it boils down to so from here on out nobody's going to have a catalog to buy right oh well at least we came around in the right time i agree thank god for that all right well, since we're talking about Neil Diamond, I think the best way to uh, end the show with, and we referenced this several times in the show with, uh, I am, I said. Bum, 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 bum. Exactly. So uh, we're going to end the show with Neil Diamond, believe it or not. All right. Well, there we go. That's classic and, metal. Yeah. The, <laughs> and it comes <laughs> from, uh, you know, again, live at the Greek theater. I've been to the Greek theater at least a half a dozen times over the years. Okay. And uh, obviously it is a very iconic venue. It still exists today. But uh, Neil Diamond recorded this uh, hot August night uh, back in 1972 at at the uh, Greek theater. And so I'm going to end the show with uh, I Am I Said from the Greek theater. So. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Saturday night. Don't forget to sign up for the uh, locals Locals for five bucks a month. Yeah. yeah and don't forget it's, it's live now. The, um, the scorpions thing. Yeah. So There's- if you, if you want to uh, see our review of the new scorpions release, yeah. uh, what is it called? Rock believer, rock believer. Yeah. Rock believer. Chris and I did a special segment just for the VIP people. Yeah. If you need yeah. another hour tonight, it's there. Yeah. So if you want to uh, check that out after the show's over, please do. Yeah. Have at it. All right. We're going to get out of here. Here it is. It's Neil Diamond with I Am I Said live at the Greek Theater, Los Angeles, 1972. So until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend, Chris Egan. And we're gone. Bye, kids. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, 
thank you for checking out the classic metal show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job. <laughs>